Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I am your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate and argue about the things in life that we love and hate. And I gotta say, this is probably going to be our most epic episode yet. I'm so excited. Yes, if you couldn't already tell from the title, we are battling it out between One Direction and the Beatles. And I just want to say at the beginning, Emily and I are friends, right, Emily? Uh (laughs) And we care about each other. And no matter what we decide at the end of this episode, we're going to still love each other and we're still going to be friends. Well, I don't think we're going to decide anything. I think we're just going to stick with what we already believe. And I literally wrote, I was writing out my notes last night and I wrote at the end in all caps, we will never agree. (laughs) And I just, just want you all to know that. I mean, I think it would be a miracle if I changed my mind or if you changed your mind. Oh, I'm definitely changing my mind. I'm definitely not changing my mind. Yeah, there's nothing you are going to say to me that's going to change my mind. No. So. Also, I just want to say that we aren't planning on this being a competition because of the fact that we just said that we will never agree. And also, it's clearly obviously that the Beatles would win any competition. So... I'm just, I'm being the nice person to Emily because I don't want to break her heart. But you guys can't see me true. right now, but I am rolling my eyes like 7,000 times. <laughs> but it's absolutely true. I think even our listeners, even if you're a One Direction fan, like you cannot argue that they are better than the Beatles. There's just no way. Okay. We're going to get into that later, Anne. Okay. I don't She's know why so I really did that. rude. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she got her wavy voice on from TikTok. I think you inspired me though, because your wa- <laughs> yours wasn't as wavy. I exaggerated it, but you started. I know. It. Sometimes when I get mad, I like shake my head and I have some vibrato because my head is shaking, <laughs> but I'm not singing. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, we have an intro game, and it's gonna be we have like a like a tin of all these different lyrics. Some lyrics are from One Direction. Some lyrics are from the Beatles. We don't know the lyrics yet. So we're going to pull them out, read the lyrics, and try and guess who sings this song. Are you ready, Anne? I'm so ready. I'm a little nervous, but I'm ready. Oh, I'm going first. Anne's picking the first one. Okay. Are you ready? I know I'm scared too. Okay. The lyric is why she had to go, I don't know, she wouldn't say. Oh my god. That's the Beatles. That is totally the Beatles. That's 100% the Beatles. I could even sing it to you. I know exactly where it is. All right. Yep. Is it? Okay. Yeah, 100%. And I, um, so to clarify, we had a couple of our friends write these up for us. That way we wouldn't know. And I told my friend to give us a couple easy ones, <gasps> and but then all hard, but then hard ones. So. Okay. Well, I told my friend to not make it obvious, so. Oh, well. So she said she didn't put anything from any chorus. Oh, okay. Another road where maybe I could see another kind of mind there. I feel like that's, I feel like that's the one Beatles. Direction. Oh. <laughs> I don't recognize that. It's the Beatles. Oh, I was right. Ha ha ha. I don't know what song that's from. Yeah, we we won't know the song name, so you'll have to Google it along with us as we listen back. (laughs) Running everywhere at such a speed till they find there's no need. I feel like like that's Beatles too. 
Uh, see, I don't, again, I don't recognize it. So I'd want to say One Direction, but I also, to be fair, I really, well, okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah Anne's going to be like, yeah, I don't really even like the Beatles, <laughs> but I just don't no. like, I just no. hate One no. Direction. So. I literally love the Beatles, but I'm one of those fans who knows all of the main Beatles songs. They have a million songs. So you're a mainstream Beatles follower. Uh, I'm going to say. Well, I'm a directioner. I'm saying it's One Direction. It's the Beatles. Oh. Dane, I'm going to lose this game, but that's okay because the Beatles are still going to win no matter what in the long term. And what did we agree? This is not a competition. Okay. You, I don't think you ever agreed to you that. You literally said that. I did. Did you agree to it? Okay. See? You've, you've been lonely. <laughs> you've been lonely. You don't even know me, but I can feel you crying. That's definitely one Ooh. direction. I don't know. I feel like it is One Direction, but I don't recognize it. 1D. Are you going with 1D? I'm going with Beatles. <gasps> oh, it's 1D. Yes! <laughs> now you know, know how it song feels. That's from. How can I even try I can never win? Beatles. Because it doesn't rhyme. Yeah, I'm thinking Beatles. It has like a distant bell, but I couldn't. I'm not sure. Beatles. Okay. We've only had one direction. One. <laughs> One direction. <laughs> I do all the pleasing with you. It's so hard to reason with you. I feel like that's the Beatles too. <laughs> <laughs> Say it one more time. I do all the pleasing with you. It's so hard to reason with you. No, I think that's One Direction. I don't think that they would have said pleasing. I think it's One you. Direction. I can't unfold it. Beatles. What? They wouldn't have said pleasing you. Hello, Anne. They have young listeners. There's a moment when you finally realize there's no way you can change the rolling tide. That sounds like 1D. Say it again. There's a moment when you finally realize there's no way you can change the rolling tide. I don't recognize that. What do you think, though? I guess by process of elimination, I would guess it's the One Direction. One Direction. Heart beats harder. Time escapes me. Trembling hands touch skin. It makes this harder. That sounds like One Direction. Yeah, see, it's so weird to just hear that because it's like, that sounds... Heart beats harder. Time escapes me. I don't know. (laughs) People are probably like, that is not the song. Yeah, people listening probably know the song and we're just like... It's One Direction. Okay. If you're lost, just look for me. If you're lost, just look for me. You'll find me in the region region of of the the summer summer stars. stars. Well, that's clearly One Direction. Emily didn't even give me a chance to consider it. Actually, it was the Beatles. (laughs) No, it's One Direction. I I tried. That wasn't probably that funny, but whatever. But you've got stars. They're in your eyes. And I've got something missing tonight. That sounds like One Direction. Oh, oh, that's my boys. So basically anything with like stars or... They're really into anatomy. (laughs) Astronomy. (laughs) They're also into anatomy, though. Yeah, I feel like they've got some kind of... Body language. Yeah. Da, 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 da. That's the end of our game, folks. Da, 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 da. If I don't, I wasn't keeping track, but I'm pretty sure Emily probably won. Of course, I won. Let's all remember that at the end of the episode that I won. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because she's not gonna be able to prove that One Direction is better than the Beatles. Um, I'm not proving anything, and I'm just gonna tell you the history of One Direction and why I love them so much, and why I pros- 
probably a bunch of other people do too. Okay, well, that's fair, but I'm going to tell you the history of the Beatles and I'm going to tell you why the world believes that they're one of the greatest bands that ever lived and while the world believes that they are better one than One Direction probably. Probably. Keyword probably. No, I mean they it there's no there's actually no way you can argue that they're they you can't you can argue on an individual basis that you like One Direction better than Beatles. That's fine. I can't argue against that. That's your opinion. Yes. But like and... the world will disagree that the be- like the Beatles are just the best band that's Yeah, ever and read. after all the old people are gone, the world no, might that, change their no, mind. No, 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 no. No, that's the thing about the Beatles that ha- that it has over One Direction. The Beatles have withstood the test of time already. One Direction has not had that chance and I I don't think that their music is n- going to live nearly like the Beatles. The Beatles have already proven that they are they're going to last for forever. It's clearly okay. Let's get into the histories. <laughs> we'll start debating more, and we'll just see how this goes. But this will be fun. I'm excited. So Anne's happy now. I am happy for now. Hmm. I think I think Emily has something up her sleeve that she's gonna try and throw at me, and <laughs> it's not gonna work. I'm a boomerang, baby. I just throw it right back. Yeah, and it sometimes doesn't make sense. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Okay, anyway, who's going first? You, because Beatles are old, so you get to go first. I can't argue that they're not old. All right, well, what do you know about the Beatles, Emily? Do you know pretty much anything about them? (laughs) I hate when Anne talks to me like I'm stupid and I don't know anything. I don't mean to. I'm sorry. What do you know about? Do you even know who they are, Emily? (laughs) Yes, I know who the Beatles are. Yes, I listened to them growing up. Yes, I know that there's four people. Yes, I know that they suck. Go ahead. Just kidding. I don't think they suck. Okay. So basically, (laughs) they started in Liverpool uh, in 1960. And it was mainly um, John Lennon. He wanted to start a band. So he started it up with some friends. He roped Paul McCartney into it pretty early on because they were already kind of friends and they knew each other. And, you know, they just played like odd gigs here and there. And then Paul actually uh, had George Harrison was his friend and he wanted to get him in on the band. But George was like actually kind of young at the time. And so at first, John was kind of like, eh. I don't know. But eventually he heard him play and was like, this guy's good. Yeah, he'll get on the band. And so there was kind of some shifting that happened in terms of like who was on the band early in their years. But eventually it settled with John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison and Ringo Starr. And they kind of made it big in about in around 1962 with their first big hit, which was Love Me Do. Love, love me do. You know, you probably know it. No. Really? I don't recognize what you just sang. Okay, well, maybe I'll play it for you later and you, you'd probably recognize it. Uh, but it, so basically that was their big hit. That's really what got their name out there. And um, by early 1964, they were internationally well-known, like within two years. And they actually led what came to be known as the British Invasion. So this was kind of a movement um, that was used during the time to describe how British culture was becoming a lot more popular in America. And a huge reason why was because of the Beatles. Like the Beatles were huge in America. And like just they brought a lot of culture with them and it kind of like American culture kind of adapted it and vice versa. Um, But that was something they were known for. And then, of course, they also um, I don't have you ever heard of. Beatlemania? Mm, probably. 
So Beatlemania basically was literally this phenomenon that happened. And it's, I'll probably dive into it more. Um, I'll kind of wrap up their brief history here in a second. But like Beatlemania was this insane thing where basically women like were just hysterical. And I mean like crazy, not like, you know, laughing crazy. Like they, they were just screaming and they would throw themselves like at the beat and like, they would go in these stadiums and when they would play live music, they literally could not even hear themselves play because women were just screaming so loud. And Beatlemania was just this crazy thing. And all of these women just were like adored them so much that, and it's crazy too. There's actually footage you can see of them playing in these stadiums. And yeah, all you hear is this screaming sound. And uh, George Harrison even commented months where it was like, yeah, like, we, we couldn't even hear ourselves play. We had no idea if we even sounded good because it was just these screaming. And anyway, Beatlemania, I think it's just this interesting piece of history that I find interesting. We can talk more about it later. But basically, uh, the group toured for uh, a few years, but because actually they their tours to them were kind of... Obviously, they were extremely successful because they sold out. They also... Um, can you tell me what... like? Did they each play instruments? Like, they each had a role? Like, one person was the drummer, there was a guitarist, a bass, a singer? Or, I know they all sang, right? Or did one person not sing? Correct. So, they all did sing, but for the most part, it was Paul and John. And then George would usually do some kind of backup. Um, But every Beatle has, like, if they wrote their own song, they usually were the lead on it. So, like, While My Guitar Gently Weeps is probably arguably the most famous George Harrison song, and he's the one who's the lead vocal on it. Um, So Ringo was the drummer. John was the lead singer, but he also played guitar. Same with Paul. And he and Paul, depending again on the song, they would take turns leading vocally. So they were, but they were the main vocals. And then, yeah, George was actually the lead guitarist. So um, they, but they all played multiple like different guitars and stuff like that. But Ringo was definitely the drummer. So they very quickly gained a ton of recognition. Like their careers just went up flying, like once they became internationally well-known. And they actually, um, one of the things that helped them was a performance at the Ed Sullivan Show. And that was in 1964. They performed on the the Ed Sullivan Show. I don't know, have you heard of it? Or it was basically like a, you know, imagine a Tonight Show or a Daily Show. You know, it was kind of like that where it would play at night and he was a host and that kind of thing and have skits. And it, there were about 73 million people that watched that show, which especially during 1964 was massive. Like that was huge. That was a hu- huge audience. Um, and they also, in August of 1965, they held a concert in New York Stadium, um, Shea Stadium. And it was probably one of the first times that they played in a large outdoor stadium like that it was for the Beatles and it housed 50,000 people. And again, and that was like the largest stadium performance concert that had ever happened at the time. So they kind of started that trend. Um, and there was a lot of things that the Beatles did, obviously, in terms of starting cultural and musical trends of the time. Like they were huge in influencing all of that, like culture, music, all of it. And... So basically, around 1966, they actually moved to strictly studio recordings. Also, th- at the time, their music was kind of moving into a new direction. And it One really- direction? <laughs> no, a new direction. <laughs> and they 
kind of it made more sense to produce their music in a studio because they would have multiple instruments and they had like a lot you know it didn't make sense to do live and there's a lot of things they wanted to do that you could really only do in a studio so how many albums did they record so the beatles have six diamond albums 20 multi-platinum albums 16 platinum and six gold in the U.S. And then in the U.K., they have four multi-platinum albums, four platinum, and eight gold, and one silver. So I don't exactly know what all of that means. I just basically copied and pasted that from the internet. (laughs) But basically, like, they obviously were extremely successful. I mean, they're, they're argued to be the most successful band of all time. So it says they have 12 studio albums. 12? Studio albums and 13 EPs and 22 singles, it says. Okay. That sounds probably about right. How many years were they, like, a band? So they started in 1960, and then in 1970, they split, and they each went on to do their own solo careers, Um, which arguably... I mean, they all were successful doing solo careers, even Ringo Starr, and Ringo and Paul... What's wrong with Ringo and... Well, I'm just saying he wasn't known as well. Wow. Why are you turning all my words against me? I'm uh, not. I'm just saying that Paul and John and George, but they pro- they had a little probably more successful careers because mm-hmm. they were already known for like being songwriters and all that stuff. And then, of course, John was, um, was killed, was murdered um, in 1980, I believe. And then George Harrison passed away from lung cancer in 2001. And... Currently, Paul McCartney and George Ringo, or <laughs> George Ringo, <laughs> and uh, Ringo Starr are both um, still musicians, both still performing and still doing their musical career. Obviously, their Paul McCartney is <laughs> is the superstar, and whatever the other guy's name is. <laughs> oh yeah, Paul McCartney definitely. He his career. I mean, he he was already well known as like yeah. an amazing songwriter, and yeah, his career obviously took was more successful than Ringo Starr's. But like I said, Ringo Starr is still 100% had a very successful career I honestly well. didn't even know that Ringo Starr was still alive. I don't, oh, yeah, of course I don't is. even hear his name anymore. I only hear Paul. <laughs> well, yeah, Paul, yeah, there's reasons for that. And, you know, and there's so much more legacy and history that I'll probably get into later. Um, that was a very long... I have one more question. ...brief history. So, Anne, why do you love the Beatles so much? Or would you say you love them? Oh, 100%. I love them. Yes. Why would why do you love them so much? I think their music is just gorgeous and not I mean, they the thing I also love too is they have such a wide range of music. I mean, their early music was very heavily focused on, you know, like love kind of musics, but then they really opened up the door and allowed themselves to explore other avenues and like they even got into like psychedelic kind of music and I appreciate how they grew and i appreciate all of their music to some degree and they they even have some songs that i'm like that's weird like they do some (laughs) weird ones i fully admit and i have not listened to every beatles song ever because there's a lot um but i think i just love what they represent and how they changed music i mean they influenced music drastically yesterday which was a song written by paul by guinness world Records standards has been recorded by more musicians than any other song like, they are just huge. They have influenced pretty much every genre of music. There's a whole movie called Yesterday based on the Beatles. Oh, yeah. And there's a million documentaries that are all... Well, I haven't seen all of them, obviously. But they're, I've seen a few that are really good. They, um, they're they just... They're historical. They're just so good. And, like, like one of my favorite songs 
is like let it be and it you know there's their songs are so good and they're just they're timeless and uh that's one of the reasons why I really love them and you know I grew up with them which I also think was a big thing like my brother Mm -hmm. was a huge Beatles fan and so we had him playing in my house as growing up as a kid and you know you hear a Beatles song and it's just everybody loves it like it's one of those things that because it's so timeless and everybody even if they haven't heard every song everybody knows of the Beatles and at least has heard one or two mm-hmm. and so you can enjoy it with a lot of people because a lot of people are familiar with it and I haven't really met anyone who hates the Beatles like you know there are people who aren't necessarily fans like you and that's fine but even those people they've heard songs and you play one for them and they're like yeah that's I enjoy that and you can like it's a way to connect with people yeah um and yeah they are known actually as one of the best-selling music acts of all time they have sold 183 million units in the U.S. and more than 800 million physical and digital albums as of 2013 so that's even an old stat. Um, and they are, I mean, they, they're they just huge. You can't argue that they're not. They were so influential. And uh, and the other thing I did kind of want to touch on um, was just kind of the Lennon-McCartney duo. They uh, are known as one of the most successful music- musical collaborations ever to, be, to ever be, to ever produce music. They're, they wrote all of their own songs. And actually, that was new back in that time. Like a lot of musicians, they might write one or two songs, but they would work very closely with specifically music writers and lyricists. And they wouldn't write their own music. The Beatles were one of the first bands that strictly wrote their own music and performed like their own music completely. Um, like I said, during that time, that was kind of new. So I thought that was really, I think that's really cool. Um And yeah, like Lennon McCarthy, or I'm sorry, Lennon McCartney, they really collaborated well together and they wrote pretty much all of the Beatles songs. And there's some disputes on a few of them, but, you know, they really collaborated so well with each other. And I just think that's really cool. And I think that's why part of the reason why their music is so popular is because they were able to work so closely and well together. Um, So I love them because their music's really good. It makes me really happy to listen to it. It brings back a lot of very fond memories and it's timeless. It's just, it's just good music. You know what, Anne? I can't disagree with anything that you say. I agree. I like their music too. I agree with everything that you said, but in my opinion, I like One Direction more because of the bond that I made with them, that I had with them, because I saw them start from nothing and grow into what they became in real time. So I think that's why I like feel more connected to One Direction. But I'm not saying that the Beatles aren't talented. I hate the Beatles. That's just all fun and games, just picking on each other. I do appreciate the Beatles, and I do recognize that they really paved the way for artists and British musicians to come to America. Including. Including One Direction. Uh There we go. But I do also want to note, do you consider the Beatles a boy band? Oh, 100%. You consider them a boy band? Yeah. Probably one of the first boy bands. They wouldn't have, I don't think they would have labeled themselves that way. Yeah, Um, exactly. That's my point. Yeah, (laughs) no, they would not have. No, they, I think they kind of, like I said, they started that trend in a way, but really boy bands, 
I think that's more of a like late 80s 90s thing that is carried into like later today too but i can see like the similarities with like a boy band as in like the followers and like the attention from girls that they got yeah but in terms of like the actual band i would not consider them a boy band and i think that's the huge difference between our two groups that we're talking about um, because One Direction, I guess we'll just start talking about One Direction now. Please do. One Direction did not really play instruments. Like, they had a band, and they were, like, the talent walking around and singing. Sometimes they would play guitar, like, Niall would play guitar. So, let me start at the beginning of the story, shall we? Yes. Okay, so, back in 2010, <laughs> um, when X Factor... Well, I guess it's still a thing in the UK. It's not in America. But they each auditioned the five guys, which is Niall, Louie, Harry, Liam, and Zane, all auditioned on the X Factor as solo artists. And all the judges, like, they were trying to figure out, hey, I really like all of these guys, but I just don't know if, like... We should choose them all to continue as solo artists. So Simon Cowell, being the person that he is, is like, you know what? I'm going to put them all together because I'm going to create the next boy band. And that is what he did. They became One Direction on The X Factor. And I'm pretty sure after the first video diary, because they did video diaries on The X Factor where they could just like get to know the audience who was watching The X Factor better and answer their fan questions. So after they did their first performance and their first video diary, I think, like, literally the next day they became, like, an overnight sensation. Like, when you were describing the Beatles, the fans, that was kind of how it was for them. Like, literally they couldn't go anywhere without mobs of people, like... They couldn't do anything. They couldn't go anywhere. If they walked out a building, people would start screaming. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, hey, oh, hey. That's them going in and out of a building, but you can't see that. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, and yeah, I did not know about them until they released their first album, which was in 2011. I just remember going on iTunes. I was obsessed with music in high school, still am, but I was more obsessed back then. And I was just looking on, like, I don't know. I was just looking around. (laughs) And I saw, like, this new album. And it was called One Direction Up All Night. And I was like, what the heck is this? And then I started, like, listening to a couple of the songs. And I was like, eh, I'll just buy the album. So, yes. I found their album on iTunes. I started listening to a couple of their songs. And I was like, hey, this sounds like my jam. So I downloaded the whole album. I bought the whole album. And I was like, no, I have no idea who these people are. Usually I just listen to like Katy Perry or whoever else is like on the radio. And I could not stop listening to their album. And the next day I remember I was listening. It must have been like before my class started in high school. And my friend looked over at my iPod because, yes, I had an iPod when iPods were things. Mm -hmm. And my friend was like, oh, my gosh you listen to One Direction? And I was like, you know who One Direction is? And we literally, like, we weren't that close of friends, but we literally became best friends because of One Direction. And we we were obsessed. Like, I've never been obsessed about a band or, like, an artist before. And I have still never been obsessed about a band or an artist before, like 
I was obsessed with One Direction. I was a One Directioner. That's what... Equivalent of Beatlemania? Yes. I was literally... That's all I could think about. I... Okay. This is embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Um, In my yearbook, you know how senior year, you can put like nicknames for yourself? Yes. I literally put Niall as my nickname because I was obsessed with One Direction. I was like, Niall's my favorite, so I'm going to put Niall as my nickname, even though nobody ever called me that. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Um, but anyways, back to their history. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's see. While they were a band, they actually are not a band. They're on hiatus, technically. But whoever knows if that's gonna, if they're gonna come out of hiatus. So, Zayn left the band in 2015 because he just felt very unhappy in the band. They came out with an album every year. So, they didn't, they kind of were, like, worked to the ground basically yeah, yeah they would record an album go on tour record an album go on tour record an album go on tour and that's all they did and so he was kind of not into it anymore the style of music wasn't really his thing anymore he went off did a solo career and after he left their style of music kind of changed from less poppy to more like folky sound it, it was still poppy, but it had more of, like, that folk sound. Um, that's kind of when I stopped listening, like, a ton, if I am honest. <laughs> I was also getting older. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they would tour every year. All their tours would al- always be, like, sold out because everyone was obsessed with One Direction. Um, I feel like they brought boy bands back to life, like... It was, like, the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. They kind of died down. Then the Jonas Brothers. Jonas Brothers were kind of a boy band, too. But nothing really compared to One Direction during that time. And so, and now you see all these K-pop, whatever that K-pop boy band. I don't even know what it's called. Or is it called K-pop? No, it's not called K-pop. BTS. BTS. Oh, oh. They're, like, the biggest boy band now. I don't. I I would not count them as a boy band. I would count them as K-pop, but I really don't know anything about them. But anyways, let's see what else. So, now, in the sad world of 2020, (laughs) they all have their own solo albums, so they all have, like, solo careers, and they're successful. They were going on tour, but, you know, tours are not happening happening. right now. Yeah. So, that's kind of the brief history. Okay. That was a good brief history. A lot briefer than mine. I applaud you for that. I got really excited. Sorry. <laughs> no, and I do think there is something to be said for when you kind of discover, you know, a band, especially in music and, you know, other artists as well, for sure. But when you discover them when they're first coming out, kind of, and they're not mm-hmm. quite at their peak or when they're super popular, like, I understand that, uh, you know, how they hold that special place in your heart because you, like you said, you grew up with them and you followed them. And like, I can understand that. Um, so I validate you there. Thank you. You're welcome. And I do, what I do find interesting and, you know, I try, I wonder sometimes like, cause the thing about Beatlemania that happened was, you know, they didn't have internet. They didn't have digital records. Like you had to buy them physically, you know, but yet Beatlemania still exploded. And so like if a band like One Direction, like if they didn't, ha- I, I just kind of curious how it would 
Because yeah. I feel like in modern times, One Direction's fandom and what happened to them overnight is probably the closest you could compare to Beatlemania. But because they're so different times, I mean, they're 50, 60 years, no, maybe, I don't know, yeah, about 50 years apart. You know, it's hard to compare exactly mm-hmm. because it's just, it was such, such different times. Like, yeah. like literally uh, Beatlemania, like the Beatles, when they landed in America, they were greeted by thousands and thousands and thousands of fans. Mm-hmm. You can't do that today. <laughs> you can't storm an airport like that. Um, and they met them in on the Japan, runway. you can. Really? Yeah, that happened in One Direction. <laughs> okay, well, that happened in Japan then. But yeah, like imagine that. And that was the Beatles, like anywhere they went. And they had, to, you know, they had to travel in like armored car because yeah. people and police would have to line the streets and, you know, form those human chains. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's kind of insane. People go crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And like, I literally, I went to one of their concerts and I was literally like, oh my gosh, I'm breathing the same air as them. Oh my gosh. I actually like, this isn't a for sure thing, but I'm like 99.99999% sure that we we went to the venue to check it out before just to make sure we knew where it was because it was in a, the middle of nowhere, like in a field. It was um, outside. And we wanted to just make sure that we knew where the venue was so later that night we could get there and there would be no problems. So we get to the venue, we like turn into like this random place that we can turn into and then this guard dude is like, you got to turn around, you can't be here. And so we're like, oh, okay. So then we turn around. I'm sitting in the front seat because my mom is driving. Thanks, Linda. And (laughs) (laughs) then this like big SUV car, truck, van, you know, SUV um i'm i'm excited guys i'm sorry like no it's just like a black suv like for the important people yes comes driving up they stop like right next to us and like we look over and i swear it was louis tomlinson in the back seat (laughs) and he waves to us and we're like "Ah!" and we were literally freaking out freaking freaking out like i was literally a car away from Louis Tomlinson, which <laughs> I wish it was Niall, but it's okay. Um, do you have a favorite Beatles member? That is an excellent question. When I was a kid, it was Ringo by far because I, I thought he was the cutest and he was funny. And But now that I'm older, it's probably Paul... But I also like John, like it's kind of a mix. And then you like them all for different reasons. Exactly. But my favorite is probably Niall and then Harry and then Zane and then Liam and then Louis. Sorry, Louis. (laughs) (laughs) But she's still freaked out when she saw (laughs) you. So it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. She's still crazy. I know. I, I can't imagine what it must be like. Like, uh, Sorry, I really enjoy watching Beatles documentaries where they talk about it because, you know, they, they're just normal human beings. But these these fans, these women, these young girls, they idolize them. They were like gods, like, yeah. you know, and like, when, yeah. yeah, it's just like, I can't believe that there's a person, a person so perfect. Like, how can you be so perfect and talented and you look so cute and you sing so pretty? Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. And now even just like literally like I think. The other big thing that, like, made them so special to me is that, like, my friend group also really loved them. And so when they came out with a new music video, we'd be like, oh, my gosh, after school, let's all watch it together. And we would, like, it would be, like, a movie that, a movie premiere that we would have to go and watch together and we would freak out together. Mm -hmm. And, like, 
even now when I rewatch the music videos, I, it takes me back to when I was in high school and mm-hmm. I was watching that video for the first time. Yeah. Ugh, just love it. Yeah. I don't, and and I, I really don't think that any other band or artist will ever do that for me ever again. Yeah. And I think it for you in particular, I mean, yeah, you were that high school age when they came out. And so you were that perfect age for it to be one of those kind of fans. Mm-hmm. So I, I respect that. I totally get it. If I had been born in 19, you know, 50. So by the time I was, you know, 1960 rolled around, I was like a teenager. I probably would have been you for the Beatles. But <laughs> but at the same time, I'm also maybe not. Just yeah, I don't because... think you would be just because of who you are. You're like, <laughs> I, I don't know who's say... on the radio right now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm so old school. I like all the old music and listening to all the old things. Yeah. But uh Beatles, though. Oh, I do have to throw this fact at you, Anne, since you threw all the facts at me. One Direction beat the Beatles record with the fifth top 10 debut album on Billboard Hot 100. They beat them in what year? I don't know the year. Oh. Here, I can look it up, though. Did you know, though, that the Beatles have the most number one hits on the Billboard Hot 100 chart and the most singles sold in the UK? Um, No. So I believe that they might have beat them on number 2015. five, but it's po- I believe that they beat them on number five, but they still don't hold more songs on there. Well, the Beatles also have like so many more songs than One Direction, yeah, too. They, they, <laughs> they have a lot more. This is very true. Because uh, the One Direction, let's see, how many albums do they have? Five, I think. Yeah, five albums. Yeah. Five albums, five years. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. So I'm I'm just waiting for their reunion. I don't think Zane's gonna join, but who knows? So I think I think we did a pretty good job. Amy. Yeah, actually, we did pretty I'm good. Pretty proud I think, of us. I think it helped that we each gave each other our space to talk, and so we didn't like fight each other as much as I thought we were going to. Yeah, and also we decided not to make it a competition, which also I think was a good choice on our part. Even though I think um and tried to make it a competition i mean a little bit but i mean, I, mean come on. I can't compete with the beatles you really can't <laughs> i just i there's literally no statistics that will help me no except for that one that i just said <laughs> and it was it was a little one but you know i'll give it to you it's a little but yeah sure thank you caitlin for providing that <laughs> statistic for me <laughs> um yeah so please guys if you are a One Directioner. If you are a Beatlemania lady, uh, let us know. Maybe you're a mania. I don't know. Are you a mania mania? I kind Am of I making sense yeah? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just going to let you go. Oh, you man. clearly got the floor. Yeah. So if you, if you prefer one band over the other band, which I'm pretty sure you have an opinion, please let us know on our social media we want to hear your thoughts if you are like no actually i have a fact that will support one direction please by all means help a sister out yeah because she needs all the help she can get (laughs) uh yeah but yeah you can check us out on instagram or facebook or twitter at lovers is hate podcast Or you can also email us at lovevshatepodcast at gmail.com. And also check out our YouTube channel because we like to post additional content there as well. Yes. And also, 
Um, we have been getting a lot of reviews and rates recently, and we really appreciate everyone who takes the time out of their day to just rate us and write a nice little sweet comment. It doesn't have to be sweet. It can be like, (laughs) it can be salty or it can be like sassy. I don't care. Whatever you want, but we do appreciate it. Yes. Thank you guys so much. And we appreciate you all so much for listening. And I think we need to wrap up this episode now with our life lessons. Emily. Mm. What did you learn from the Beatles? What did I learn from the Beatles? Yeah, what's your life lesson from the Beatles? Um, from the Beatles, I learned to not be a drummer because you won't make it as far. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man. What did you learn about One Direction? That, that's my life lesson. My life lesson is if you're okay at singing, you know, and you're an okay musician, you know, but you're not great, team up with, you know, three, four, five other guys and uh, you'll make it big. That's why. Oh my gosh. You're so annoying. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just being honest. Listen to Harry and not uh, Harry and Zane. Their vocals are insane. I, d- Liam's, I didn't say Liam's they are, weren't. You don't even know them. And I'm offended. I'm going to go cry. I'm sorry. No, what they they made it big by joining together. I'm saying that that's a good thing. No, you're not, Anne. Don't don't even try to pretend. Well, now you're making me sad. Life lesson: Don't be ridiculing and I don't remember the word, but stupid and mean like Anne. I'm not being stupid. I mean, I, it was a, they all said they wouldn't make it as solo careers. They joined no, together. No, I never said that. I'm not saying you. I'm saying the X Factor people. Everyone's like, you're good, but you're not going to make it solo. So join together and you'll make it big. And they did overnight. That's what I'm saying is my life lesson. They're living proof. It's a fact. And now look at them. They all have successful solo yes, careers. And I'm not saying they weren't going. I'm just saying... If you want to get, I'm if, angry. if you want to get to a successful solo career, start off at with a band with a bunch of friends, have a good time, but then realize that you need to split for various reasons. Then you can start your solo career, and then you'll be famous by that point, and then you're good. You're- and then you can get out of hiatus, please. Thank you. And then you can learn to write your own music. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, no, I'm not kidding. They didn't probably learn to write their own music until they got to their solo careers. Well, by the end of maybe maybe album four or five, they had a little bit more time that they could be in the writing room. But other than that, they were on tour while the people were writing for them so that they could crank out albums. Yeah, okay, that's fair, that's fair. But I'm just saying that also makes Beatles better because they wrote all of their own music. Okay, Anna, we are not competing and this episode is over. (laughs) 